What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast from sunny Anaheim, California. But Kyle, it's it's not quite sunny, is it? Why? Not at the moment. It, it's not. Um, it's not. No. No. It is. It's it's in uh, the evening here as it we is. record this after uh, uh, some long days. It's been <laughs> it's been some long days. It is nine thirty p.m. at the end of the twenty twenty two SBC annual meeting, and uh, we are tired. It is, what time is it back home? I believe that's 11. 11.30 p.m. I've got to get up at 2 a.m. for my flight at 5 a.m. And I'm really excited about that because what would I possibly do with sleep right now? (laughs) Uh, But we had a great time here. And and let us just say like Southwestern Seminary definitely gets gets some some MVP votes from us, I think. They, They led well with the uh, SBC Pastors Conference. They were our song leaders along with Matt Boswell. We also had a number of Southwesterners that were preaching, including Dr. Adam Greenway, their president. And uh, the seminary report was wonderful. Uh, just a lot of great things are happening at Southwestern Seminary. And we just encourage you to check out swibbits.edu to find out more and they will help you live your calling. Uh, but, but Kyle, other than getting sick and tired of seeing my face <laughs> behind a podium or on the screen. Uh, other than that, uh, what, what was just your, your, your favorite moment from so, our time here at Anaheim? Um, you know, I, my, one of my favorite parts is always just seeing everybody that um, we've gotten to know through, through either the podcast or uh, you know, through, through my journeys with Nam or, or pastoring. So, uh, it always feels a bit like a family reunion. Um, that's a that's a fantastic thing. One of my favorite parts, though, um, was our friend Luke Holmes, who uh, submitted a resolution on rural ministry, and uh, and and we were a part of submitting that last year. It didn't get brought out of uh, the committee just because they had like. 17,000 yeah, yeah. Um, resolutions that came up, but uh, Luke uh, resubmitted that this year, and, and it was resolution numero uno. It is. Um, and, and really, I mean, it was widely uh, yeah. appreciated, widely adopted. Um, and uh, so, you know, in my lane with, with NAM, our, both of our histories as rural pastors, um, it was, it's really good to see that acknowledged in a big way, conventionally. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, for me, I would say the same thing. Obviously, seeing the friends, uh, we've, we've talked about it before, the annual meeting feeling a lot like a family reunion. As you're walking around, you're seeing people that either you've known for a long time or people that maybe they, they just know you online uh, or people that are really angry that you just uh, nominated uh, your best friend to be the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the president of the convention. I mean, there's a number of reasons that people could corner you and visit with you. But I was just like scrolling through some of my photos and, and it's wild to think that it's only, what, Wednesday, yep. and it feels like an eternity ago that we were driving to Murrieta Valley, and, and it was just Sunday morning, yep. to preach yep. at a church plant, kind of replant uh, scenario that they have going there. 
And so we had some friends there that drove actually 150 miles to get wow. to to hear me preach, and it it's wasn't that good. That. It no, was not worth that not. at all. So, so I'm curious. You know, you're kind of known. Well, you're known for a lot of things, but but you're a very recognizable individual because of that orange growth that you have on your face. And, yes. and I know before this has happened, did you have anybody walk up and grab your beard this year? Uh, so O.S. Hawkins did not touch me <laughs> okay. this year. He, he did give me a hug and a handshake, but no, he did not yank my beard. Uh, but I have had a few kind of tug on it, or at least touch it, which is even worse. Cause, like, cause they're like, it's, it's like, don't like, touch me. Yeah. Like, don't, don't touch, like, I don't even want you in my personal space anyway. But I'm kind of scrolling through, it's neat there, because, uh, you know, that, and that still wasn't the beginning of our trip. We had gone to uh, Disneyland, just Rebecca and I had a great time, just being kind of kids a and we don't bit. have to boycott it and we don't have to boycott no, it we did not approve that and uh and so so we were able to be there and, and so had a great time there just us and, and to kind of you know really sort of get back to her because she gave up a lot this yeah. year with me running the pastor's conference and and uh and so i i enjoyed that and uh, so i'm just scrolling through some of these and seeing a few pe people that i got to to see at least that i took pictures of and uh and so teddy sorrels and ken hemphill all of our preachers of course uh anytime i see ken hemphill I'm, I'm reminded that i owe him coffee uh, i thought and, you were uh, taking care of that I, still every time we meet oh, okay so he thinks it's in perpetuity okay. i thought i just agreed for well, one time but whatever well, i'll defer to dr hemphill on that uh, one. i'm gonna <laughs> trust his judgment uh you know jared cornut i got on the uh, little treadmill thing next to sam uh Rear, our, our VP treasurer, or whatever, yeah. my full suit. That was clearly a photo op, and uh, a number of number of other people. You know, obviously Bart. A number of those pictures, Mark Dance, uh, and, and so I'm just scrolling through. It's a lot of you. You just get to catch up and see what things yeah. are happening in in their lives and so forth. And, and certainly on the pastors' conference side, we got a lot of that uh, because I just decided I put all the work into it. So I don't need to sit in the back and keep answering questions. So I'm just going to go out and enjoy it. And yeah. so. I sat either front row and, and just kind of listen to the guys preaching or I'd move back and sit with some people, you know, in the crowd somewhere and just kind of hear what's going on. And that's when we found out that a friend of ours, a mutual friend, uh, are dealing with a cancer diagnosis. Yeah. And uh, so at the end of the pastor's conference, we invited them to come up and, and really the entire pastor's conference prayed over them and, and others that were dealing with some difficult situations like that. And that's the neat thing is, yes, there's a lot of business that happens, but there's a lot of just that true fellowship in the biblical sense of the word, not the potluck, because we rejected that last year, but, uh, or at least the EC rejected it. Uh, but, but the true sense of fellowship that we are so different, we're coming from 50 different states and beyond, of course, but 50 different states. There's people that are probably a little to our right. I mean, you can't go much righter than you and I, but, but a little to our right. There's some that are a little to our left, surely. Uh, there's people with long beards, no beards, some hair, old people, young people. Every, everybody's different in that room. Yet, we have this one great thing in common, and it's a person, you know, Jesus Christ. And so Jesus, the center of all, of course, was the theme. And, uh, and so all of these differences that we do have, we can kind of lay aside and just hear what God is doing in our churches and to celebrate those things and to pray for one another, all of that. And I just love, at different points, when I would see people just sort of somewhat huddled up and praying yeah. uh, and it was neat to see yeah. uh, so as far as things that you are shocked about uh, what what's the big shocker of of the day I, so, so here's the big thing I I'm shocked that I'm not shocked like like there's really 
I, I don't think there was any. There's anything that I walked away going, "Oh my gosh, yeah, I can't believe that just happened." Um, and that's not been the case all these years, right? Like we've said many, many times, though, because of social media yeah. and and all of that kind of stuff, you go into it expecting the worst yes, and true. hoping for the best. And what usually yeah. comes out is we actually are united around this so. whole thing to yeah. make disciples. There, there's always going to be your crazy uncles, all that kind of stuff at times, right? Yep. That's, that's just part of being a family. Yep. Families have disagreements. You can disagree, and that's part of that iron sharpening iron yep. thing, uh, and that's going to be part of it. And, and there's some that you know, certainly on the pastor's conference side, we, yep. we know there were people that were doing certain things that weren't exactly ethical or uh, <laughs> legal, all of that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, you had some of that. You do have some of the tomfoolery, but at the end of the day, the people in the room, the messengers in that room that are holding up their ballot are far more united than social media would ever let on. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the most encouraging things that I saw was um, actually at the very end. So Lifeways report was at the very end, and, and, and Lifeways had a rough couple of years. I mean, the pandemic hit them hard. They've had to transition in some ways, um, and, but. I was really encouraged as I heard some of the um, initiatives that they're taking to expand beyond just the South. Uh, uh, ben was real, uh, uh, very deliberate just to talk about moving outside of the South, and then even some international stuff. The, uh, the Indian study the Bible thing was so awesome. School. Yeah, and then and the lime, the lime color. Yes, that made me laugh so hard. I know. You're oh yeah, I'm like sign I'm me up. I can't read it. I'm I can't read it, get, but get I'm totally gonna about. get it. Um, but even just the way, I mean, because there were some great ideas that were pitched out from the floor, and and I just loved how Ben was like, "Yes, email me with that," because we that's a, that's a great idea. We're going to talk about that. So, I, I, man, I'm just I'm so encouraged by what we saw this week, by the interactions I had, um, and um, and by the swag that I got too. So, so who who's your swag winner? I don't know how much time you got to spend in so, the hall. So I I've got a. You, you just mentioned Ben positively. Yeah. I'm going to mention him negatively, <laughs> but I want to preface this by saying I'm totally joking. Okay, so, that's important. Uh, one of the things we did with the Pastors Conference is, you know, in, in years past, their honorarium and, and there'd be some kind of a gift. Uh, I think I had asked a couple of the past presidents, like, what did you do? Some of them gave them, like, pages out of the Geneva Bible, you know, okay. original stuff like that, like really historical things or facsimiles of Dead Sea Scrolls, and you know that's actually a more common gift than <laughs> not, I guess. Okay. Uh, but we're going to move on from that topic. But uh, <laughs> I decided that what I would do is I would reach out to each of our entity heads or each of our entities that had sponsored us, okay. which was guides to well, it was really almost all yeah. of them uh, to to a large degree, and say, hey. I, I want each of y'all to think of just what's your favorite swag, favorite gift, whatever that people just really love, and let's bless these guys with it. But let's also communicate so we don't end up with like six hats, right. you know, in, or, or whatever, seven sweater vests, you know, so let, let's make sure we spread it out. So let's communicate. And so they ended up, in, and I may get some of these a little wrong, but, but I'm getting to my main point. Uh, this is like a lot of my sermons. Uh, but, you know, you had Nam gave them a hat. Uh, IMB gave them like a really nice blanket. Maranatha, Maranatha Tours gave them a wooden uh, pen or something with this handmade deal. Uh, so you had some of that cut from Southwestern, but the coolest gift that they got was from Lifeway. And it is from their new handcraft 
handcrafted edition bibles which are these like oh, I've seen those. premium yeah. premium right. like Schuler type quintal type yeah. like uh, very nice binding all of that kind of stuff bibles and i think they i don't know if they all got study bibles i know that I, i'd ask them to send me a picture of it yeah. and and the one that i saw was a study bible but i know they also make like double column or single column or some yeah. different options but it's like the top of the top of the top option like 40 percent off is i think 140 bucks but I think it's worth every single yeah, penny absolutely. there. But the reason I know that it's 140 bucks, Kyle, is because the president of the pastor's conference didn't get one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I did all this work, but Ben, Ben holding out on me. And I even hinted in text message, like, hey, where can I find this thing? I thought, hey, I'll send you one. No, 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 I, Ben, I'm totally kidding. Y'all did so wonderful. And, uh, and what I want to share, too, is one of the things, if, if you listen to this, which you've probably already exited and given us a one-star review, but if you do listen to this, uh, I had a ton of great feedback about the Colossians uh, journals that everybody got. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. And oh, so, absolutely. you know, obviously not every uh, pastor's conference is going to go through a book. Like, I'm ready for yeah. them to try and do a pastor's conference all the way through Genesis or something. Yeah, like, go for it, man. And give them five that. sessions. Yeah. There. <laughs> and so, so we're going to start this in May and uh, see how far we get. Uh, but uh, but anyway, I thought that was great. And and I was as I was walking around the area, I'd see people with the journal out yeah. writing. And so thank you, thank you, thank you, Ben. And seriously, I'm glad you didn't because I wanted to go and, and pick out one. And I'm thrilled to have a single column wide margin that I've been asking for forever and it's so beautiful and I just opened it up and just smelled it nice sniffed it it's I've, wonderful I've seen that in a, um, well it's a Lifeway product but I've seen it in a Mardell's because that's the, the store that's closest to me here and yeah I pulled it out man what a what a gorgeous Bible yeah. you're right the the scripture journals were fantastic because you know a lot of folks were looking for stuff to take notes and that's it was there. It was great. Um, I, I was I was thrilled that y'all were handing those out, and that was great. The the other shocker is that they actually let me back on the stage to to nominate uh, uh, Dr. Bart Barber, and uh, which was a great honor. One one of the best honors about it is that nothing I could possibly say would would be a lie about him. Uh, he yeah. is a great man, and he is the man for the moment, as I said. And, uh, and we already saw that yeah. right after, you know, his election and so forth, we go to the press conference and, uh, they asked a deeply personal question and, uh, and I don't remember his exact words, but it was something to the effect of in every area of Southern Baptist convention service, he's been left with scars, uh, but it's worth it. And then as he's talking about why it's worth it, he then just walks right into a gospel presentation in front of a room filled with reporters yeah. now many of them were religion reporters that are saying all that kind of stuff sure. but but all of those also many of those new york times world magazine wapo all of that that are in there that then goes even further and that gospel message just has a chance to get even further and of course it was live streamed and everything else and so i was really impressed to see that that right from the get-go we see that the gospel the word is right there in the middle of his quote-unquote platform or whatever you want to call it his message yeah, and I would say it, whether you voted for Bart or not, whether he was your preferred candidate or not, I would really encourage you to, um, first of all, obviously be in prayer for him um, because he, he's going to have a workload this next year, probably unlike anything he's experienced. Um, and, and as we've already talked, you know, the, the social media tensions in, in the world that we live uh, amp up. And that means, obviously, I mean, the, the enemy wants to attack 
our convention, and, and certainly that can uh, begin with the president. So certainly keep him in prayer. But I would also say, um, I, I think Baptist Press posted that uh, press conference on Facebook. Um, you want to go watch that because you'll see Bart's heart for the convention. Um, and, and again, I think that should just call us to prayer for him as, as he leads us. Um, at the very least, this next year, you know, we, we know he can serve up to two years if he's reelected next year. But as he begins the, the process of thinking through appointments and um, leading our convention, and, and certainly he'll have some influence on the executive committee as well, just, just keep Bart in prayer as he begins this journey. And, uh, and keep him in prayer, especially because on top of all that, uh, you know, Paul, Paul listed out all the uh, pressures and persecutions that he'd experienced. And he said, and on top of all that, have the daily pressure of dealing with you, the churches. On top of all that, Bart has the daily pressure of dealing with Matt. So yeah. we uh, want to make sure that we keep him doubly in prayer yeah. over these next, uh, this next year. Yeah. Well, Kyle, as we wind down, um, what uh, give us some prognostications for how, how long is it going to take for one of these news organizations or whatever to pick a picture of Bart, like do a profile of him at a Chick-fil-A, slam him a peach milkshake. I, I mean, I think that should be like front page in the New York Times yeah. tomorrow morning would, yeah. be my, would be my yeah. preference. Definitely. Or, or like a screenshot from one of his videos in the middle of his pasture. <laughs> um, because, I mean, that's, that's not unique to Farmersville. There's recent folks from New York City who begin following him and and see him out in the middle of the pasture, going, "Oh my gosh, what, what have earth, you done? What on earth is what have they done?" <laughs> but uh, we we really appreciate you. It's been a great time. Uh, this is a great time to be a Southern Baptist. For all the disagreements and everything that we have, we're still united around the main thing, and uh, that is our inerrant, infallible, and inspired and sufficient word of God that is our authority and that same authority is what is sending us out to make disciples and that is what we're cooperating to do together as we send people across the globe with missions, as we send people across the nation with church plants and of course disaster relief that goes literally both and our seminaries that are preparing the way for those people to do that and uh, and so much more. We got to hear from the ERLC what they're doing with the Stand for Life as we continue to pray uh, to, to have the end grow in the church's response and also our response uh, to collectively for that. And so it's just a great day, I believe, to be a Southern Baptist. And, uh, and so one of the things we're going to wrap this thing up with is just the, uh, if, if we can find it, or it's gonna go straight to our outro. Uh, but if we can find it and get it on here, we're going to share my nomination speech of Bart Barber. And, uh, and then hopefully you'll be reminded to just occasionally just send them a note and say, Bart, we haven't forgotten your campaign, forgotten your campaign promise that you will end the SBC annual meeting with friends are friends forever. Yes. <laughs> Yes. If we don't do that, I'm not. If, if he yeah. doesn't promise that, I'm not voting for him again. Yeah. So there it is. Can, can you do a vote of no confidence <laughs> after the election? After I the, I don't, I don't. Well, <laughs> we're going to find out because I'm going to make a point of order to Barry McCarty and say, "Hey, we we didn't sing friends, so I have a problem." Anyway, check out this nomination speech or our outro. And uh, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel we declare. And I rise to nominate Bart Barber for the presidency of the Southern Baptist Convention with a question for all of us.
What kind of a people will we be? Will we be a people known by what we are for or what we are against? Will we be remembered for our egregious scandal or our righteous response? Will we die on the hills of preference or kneel at the hill of Calvary? Will we take arms against one another or lock arms and cooperate so that every man, woman, boy, and girl on this earth hears the good news of Jesus Christ? As a conviction, we stand at a crossroads. I humbly submit to you that Bart Barber is the man for the moment. Bart Barber embodies the best of what it means to be a Southern Baptist. He has faithfully and graciously engaged at every level as a champion for Lottie Boone and Annie Armstrong, staunch supporter of our seminaries, trusted leader in his local association and state convention, and passionate protector of religious liberty, tireless defender of the unborn, relentless personal evangelist, faithful prayer warrior, and a steadfast advocate for survivors of sexual abuse. We need a man who will unite rather than divide. We need a man who will build up rather than tear down. We need a man who can lead us through the battleground of our disagreements to the common ground of our cooperation so that we can tell the world about the even ground at the foot of the cross. Brothers and sisters, we must never be unconcerned about the direction in which the SBC we love is headed. But thank God, he has given us his authoritative, inerrant, insufficient word, so we never have to wonder what that direction needs to be. Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. This is a direction that we can and we must agree on. At the end of this week, Bart Barber will return to his duties that he cherishes the most. Husband to Tracy, dad to Jim and Sarah, pastor to the people of First Baptist Church of Farmersville, Texas, because Bart Barber is not a politician. Bart Barber is no megachurch pastor, but he is my friend. He is my pastor. And not only is he the best man I know, he's the only man suited for the task at hand. And how will Bart Barber lead our convention? Be ye kind to one another. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. By this, all men will know you are my disciples if you love one another. That's what the good book says. Join me in electing Bart Barber as president of the Southern Baptist Convention.